It's the Donna Sugar Show. Oh, yes. It's, it's everything. It's everything. It's high heel shoes. It's makeup. It's wigs. It's, it's video games. It's movies. It's, it's Dungeons and Dragons and World of Warcraft. It's, it's about me. The podcast is about me. You should know this. You downloaded the Donna Sugar Show. Yes. Oh, God. This voice. I, I sound like the author. Yes. Oh, I need a nap. Well, hello, darlings. This is Donna Sugars. Yes. And welcome to the Donna Sugars Show. Oh, yes, girls. So back for another week. So darlings, I will say, uh, now that I am back in New York, um, finding time where it's just me to do my recordings has been a little difficult um, because we have a shared space. So I apologize. I will definitely try to be more uh, attentive about giving you guys your shows uh, because I do adore them so much. Um, I love doing these shows. They they have really they are part of my everyday uh, uh, life that I just love. I'm always looking for new content, new things to talk about. <laughs> so I love them so much. Um, what I have been doing in the meantime is dealing with car drama. Oh, God, this week there's been some car drama. We will talk about the car drama. So I came back and I knew my tires needed to be done. So I took my tires down to a place called Fox Tires here in Buffalo. Best place for tires. Um, I had the tires done and then they said, your back brakes need to be done. It's like, okay, well, fuck. And they said, you don't need it right now, but in the next couple of weeks. Okay. Great. Let's postpone this until until I have that extra money. So no problem. I have the money. Go down. I call them on I call them on Friday. Can I drop off my car tonight and get my brakes done tomorrow? Oh yeah, no problem. We can definitely have those done on a Saturday. So I'm like, okay, perfect. So I drop off my car, my roommate picks me up, we go we go back. I get a phone call around noon. Okay, your brakes definitely need to be done. Well, I, I know you told me that the last time I was there. Um, also, your front r- strut assembly needs is, is broken. The spring has broken. It's like, okay, that explains the popping noise. <laughs> okay, so my 279 went over a grand. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, so that was a lot. And so I'm like, okay, fine. I went and Googled it. Uh, it is safe to drive. It, it, it's going to be a little bit of a bumpy ride, but you know what? For a couple of days, just in case, I just, I hate going without a vehicle in case there's an emergency. So they said, oh, okay, well, we don't know if we're going to have your brakes done today. It's like, but but you said you would. Well, we close at four. Okay, so I dropped my car off on Friday. You you couldn't get my brakes done today? What were you doing all day? Well, we'll give you a call if we can get your car done. Of course, there was no call. It's like, okay, so you know that you guys aren't open tomorrow. So how am I supposed to get my car? Well, you're going to have to wait till Monday. You fucking kidding me? Uh, And the part doesn't come in to fix the strut until Wednesday. So Monday, I have to go get my car uh, so that I have a vehicle in case of emergency. And then Wednesday, when the part comes in, I'm like, okay, when you get the part in on Wednesday, you can fix it. Well, we don't know if we're going to get to it on Wednesday. We might get to it on Thursday. It's like, dude... You expected me to leave my car here for almost a week? How did you expect me to get around? You're lucky I work from home. So it is, I, I find that, that a little annoying. <laughs> Especially when you look at the part. Like, the, it's a $100 part. It's a $100 part, and from what I googled online, it takes 30 minutes to replace. So, $100 part, 30 minutes to replace, and it's costing me almost $800. 
Like I like I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> um, I, I should have gone into being a mechanic. Uh, I don't I don't girl. I don't want to be that dirty. No, no. Thank you. Oh, God. Drag queen auto mechanic. Oh, what a shop that would be. Oh, God. I mean, it really does give a whole new meaning to Jiffy Lube. Multiple uses. Ew, oh, God. An oil change place by day. Drag show. Sex orgy by night. Yeah. Yeah. And just, I mean, you have two different containers. Make sure you don't mix up the, the <laughs> silicone lube with the car oil. Because that would really, really be weird. Or, or great. I have no idea. I don't know where my brain just created this fantasy of this inappropriateness, but it's where my brain went. I think I'm slowly losing my mind. Uh, today's Father's Day, and um, I'm I'm doing okay, surprisingly. <laughs> I miss my dad. I miss him all the time. Um, every so often, I, I see something funny, and I'm like, oh, God, Dad would find this hysterical. Dad would understand why this is so funny. And um, he's not here. <laughs> And um, maybe my mom wouldn't be dating a loser if my dad hadn't died. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so it's been it's a day. Uh, we're playing a lot of Fortnite. I'm obsessed with Fortnite lately. Um, I've been playing it a lot with my friends. I have so many games that I'm playing right now um, just because I, I <laughs> nothing else in my life. Uh, so me and my roommate have been playing Fortnite. We sit right next to each other and play, which is totally fun. And then Cammie and Corey join and we get in these four-man groups and we all have our own strengths and weaknesses. So for those of you who, who are not big game uh, gamers or big Fortnite people, um, uh, what you are is you, you land on an island. You can choose kind of where you land because you have a parachute. And then you have to get guns and, and, and um, shields and, and health packs. And you have to attack the other players. And last group standing wins. And the area... So the map has a circle, and then there's a storm that comes in. And if you're in the storm, you're damaged. You have to keep shrinking your space, forcing people to, to when they run into each other, shoot each other. So <laughs> I didn't like it at first, but I played because Cam and Corey played, and I wanted to, to hang out with them. But the more I play, the better I got at it. And I'm not great. I still don't understand the building component. There's this whole component of the game where you can build ramps and platforms and and build barriers and i'm like oh girl i can't it's too much <laughs> but i think i've kind of figured out everything else i'm having a lot of fun playing and we we have tons of fun like you die you just you start a new game um it's great i love me love me a sniper rifle i love it it's it's so wrong i love a sniper rifle i love an assault rifle but then when you get real close up you need a shotgun you need that wide dispersal heavy damage <sighs> He might be a sociopath. <laughs> Just so much fun. Uh, so, darling, let's go into some two minutes of news and let us continue our show. I don't know why I suddenly wanted to sound like an old, rich, right woman. Waspy woman. Like Dame Maggie Smith. I, I don't know where that voice came from and why I just did it, but <laughs> let's move on. Rock. <laughs> Two minutes of news. <laughs> <laughs> 
A species yeah. of rare tortoise thought to be extinct for over a century has been found alive in Galapagos Island. The Olympics will debut a new three-on-three -three street basketball this summer, but the men of the U.S. will not be there. But the women will. Kick ass, ladies. The Sandman creator Neil Gaiman defends casting non-binary actors play non-binary characters. His exact words, I give zero fucks about people who don't understand. The Trump Organization is making a second attempt to sell its Washington, D.C. hotel lease and nobody wants it. Instant karma befell three boaters who harassed a family sailing with a gay pride flag in Washington when their boat caught fire. Australian Airlines bans Tasmanian senator after she calls its CEO a poof and rants at staff. The California Senate passes a bill decriminalizing psychedelics and now moves on to the House. I want to try some peyote. Golfer John Hamm learns he is out of the PGA tournament he was leading after testing positive for COVID-19. The oldest male chimpanzee in the U.S. dies at the San Francisco Zoo at the age of 63. And just how behind the times we are, blood donation bans for gay and bi men have been lifted in England, Scotland, and Wales. Because man pleaded guilty to federal hate crime charges after using Grindr to target gay men for carjacking and kidnapping. A Florida couple has been charged with child neglect after a 21-month-old boy in their care overdoses on cocaine. Actor Army Hammer has checked into a treatment facility for drugs, alcohol, and sex issues. But, um not the cannibal thing? A woman was sentenced to three years for false 911 calls sparking a fatal drug raid leading to the death of two people. The Mod Squad actor Clarence Williams III dead at the age of 81. A 53-year-old naked Florida woman goes on a rampage causing thousands of dollars of damage to an Outback Steakhouse. When first responders arrive, the only thing they can say is, ma'am, please put away your blooming onion. A group of male teachers in Spain are donning skirts to teach a lesson of acceptance after a 15-year-old boy was expelled last year. Hackers hit the gaming company EA, stealing source codes for many popular games and putting them on the dark web. The dark web, also another name for that Florida woman's vagina. And finally, a new World of Warcraft book confirms that a fan favorite character, Chromie, is trans. Minutes of news! Yes! So, darlings, before I recap two minutes of news, I just want to play something that was sent to me by one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. I love him so much. Uh, fucking Dan from the Gayish Podcast sent me this recording called two minutes of corrections <gasps> what hello donna sugars this is fucking dan from the gayish podcast and i thought i would give you two minutes of corrections so here i go uh the 2017 oscar nominated film call me by your name does not portray sexual assault or that an adult raped a boy as you indicated in your last episode Call Me By Your Name is set in Italy in the 1980s. Then and now, the age of consent in Italy is 14 years old. Timothy Chalamet's character was 17 years old, and the actor was 22. Army Hammer's character was 24 years old, and the actor was 33. So no wrongdoing occurred in this fictional portrayal of love. Also, the incident involving Harambe the gorilla being shot was at the Cincinnati Zoo in 1999, and the three-year-old boy in that incident was seen by witnesses climbing over the fence himself, not being dangled in. The incident of the mother dangling their child and subsequently dropping their two-year-old toddler into a zoo exhibit was at the Cleveland Zoo in 2015, and it was cheetahs, not primates, and the child and the cheetahs survived. Another incident occurred in 2012 at the Pittsburgh Zoo when parents lifted their two-year-old son over the railing and lost hold of him, dropping him into an African dogs exhibit, and he was mauled to death. The dogs survived and were re relocated to another zoo. And this has been, well, actually a minute and a half of corrections. Thank you, Dan, so much. Now, I, am, I stand corrected. I am completely content 
if I'm incorrect, for you to correct me at any point. So um, if there's ever anything I say that you guys don't agree with, send me an email or send me two minutes of corrections. I think that's great. Uh, whenever you want it, I will play it. <laughs> okay, let's move on to my two minutes of news. So, darlings, let's go ahead and recap the most important stories here. Uh, for me, I love the fact that the giant Galapagos Island tortoise has been found, hasn't been seen in 112 years. They live to be 200 years old, and the one they found is 100 years old. Uh, she's an old gal, uh, and she's beautiful. I love a tortoise. I'm obsessed. I follow them on TikTok, and they're, they're so lively. You wouldn't think so, but they really are. <laughs> um, the Sandman, the exact quote from Neil Gaiman, I've spent 30 years successfully battling bad movies of Sandman. I give zero fucks about people who don't understand slash haven't read Sandman whining about non-binary desire or that death isn't wide enough. Watch the show and make up your mind. This about his Netflix TV adaptation, which I will 100% be watching as a result of this article. So in Washington, they go out on a boat. They have a pride flag. Another boat starts screaming obscenities at them, flipping them off, very quickly circling the boat in their boat, being very hostile while the boat stalls, catches fire, and they have to jump into the water. No one was hurt, but this is karma at its best doing its job, okay? Um, knocking these assholes down a peg. Now, I really want someone from Australia to hook a bitch up with some knowledge. Now, I know nothing about this woman uh, from uh, Tasmania who did this, but I think it's amazing. Her name is uh, Jacqueline Lombi. Um, so she's been banned for six months from the airlines. She was trying to get into their invitation only chairman's lounge and goes crazy when she was not let in. She goes on this rant. Um, she calls the CEO who is openly gay a poof, which to be fair, a poof is such a versatile piece of furniture. So I'm not easily offended. I don't think of all the anti-gay names, that's not the one that bothers me. Like a poof can be a footrest or a small seat or put a tray on it. It could be a small side table. Like it's so versatile. It's the perfect little accessory to set off a, a living room set. So, so I don't, I'm not bothered by poof. Um, I will say that she goes on to make an apology saying that the staff did not deserve how she treated them. She apologized to the CEO um, and she said that, you know what, she got the punishment that she deserves and she absolutely will, will serve her time as necessary um, because that is what I deserve. And I mean, good for her being an adult. I mean, I, I don't know anything else about her. She'd be a terrible right wing asshole. But I mean, good for her. Like she at least apologized and she acknowledged the fact that she got what she deserved. I am absolutely disgusted that um, the United States still has not lifted its ban on gay uh, men donating. Now, I personally can donate because I've never had sex. So um, all those rules kind of go out the window for me, except for the fact that I'm a fat bitch. Um, and they won't let me donate to the van because you're too big for the van. Like, bitch, I want to sit in the little lounge. I want to squeeze the thing as you take my blood. I want a cookie. I want to save lives. So end the homophobia and the fat shaming and let's save lives, shall we? Now, this story out of Spain with the teachers, um, I think it really is summed up with this quote from a math teacher, Jose Pinas, um, who goes on and says this in November. 20 years ago, I suffered persecution and insults for my sexual orientation in an institution where I am now a teacher. Many teachers, they look the other way. I want to join the cause of the student, Mikhail, who has been expelled and sent to psychologist for going to class in a skirt. Uh, Mikhail was 15 years old and did not deserve the treatment. I think it's absolutely amazing that these male teachers, many of whom are very cute, um, are really standing up to say that this is not acceptable. 
Um, so I think it's great. And they some of them pick some really lovely skirts. So check it out online. Now, there were definitely a lot more stories in there. We could definitely go into more, but I'm going to leave the rest and I'm going to move on. The most important one for me is the one at the very end about Chromie. Well, we are going to save that for WoW Talk. So, darlings, let's move on and talk about the internet. What's this? It's the internet. What's that? It's a big network and open forum that allows the expression of opinions where people have discussion with their different points of view. Okay, darlings, let's go ahead and get right into the nitty and gritty of it about what I've been doing on the internet. Now, most of you know that I have spent, um, because I work, uh, I spend a majority of my time on, on places like YouTube, and I'm constantly looking for stories for our two minutes of news. Uh, but when it comes to what I've been finding online, I have found a couple of things that are amazing. Now, first of all, this past week was E3. Uh, which is a, a uh, showcase of the various gaming uh, companies telling you about new games that are coming out for the various consoles and PC and mobile. Um, and two games came out that uh, one of them um, is brand new to me. The other one is an expansion upon a game that I'm so excited. Uh, so the one that is more familiar is the Fallout series is getting a new expansion, Fallout London, which is going to be so good because from what we have seen in all the previous uh, Fallout games, we have really focused ourselves on the United States. So what happened when nuclear war breaks out in other parts of the world? <laughs> so getting to see London will be a different perspective. And considering that Legion, um, Watch Dogs Legion had just happened in London, giving you that London's perspective. Obviously, it is a time right now that London is on everyone's mind. Now, speaking of, uh, of that series, um, Watch Dogs Legion, there is an, a, an expansion uh, to that that is coming out soon, which I'm so excited for. Um, if you are one of the people like me who every week is on Epic Games, looking at what their free games are this week, it is called Hell is Other Demons and Overcooked 2, uh, very quickly there. So the other game that came out of E3 that I'm super excited for, now there were all, a lot of games, I will admit, but there are certain ones that I could give two shits about. This one is amazing. It's called Redfall. And from what little I've been able to see and explain is some type of post-apocalyptic future with cults and vampires. So a little bit, it, at first it kind of reminded me of like a, 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 like a Walking Dead feel where it's these people kind of trying to survive getting what food and supplies they can from from scavenging um and then there's vampires and so if you go and check it out go to youtube check out redfall uh there's a 4k trailer um it looks amazing now while you are there if you are not a gamer at all but you love drag queens which y'all know that i love some drag queens <laughs> two drag queens came out with really really fun um, really, really, really fun. <laughs> uh, that's that's what you say when you have nothing to say. Um, yeah, uh, two different drag queens came out with really amazing uh, music videos. Uh, the one that um, was it was good uh, was Priyanka uh, Cake is the <laughs> the name of the video, and the one that I have been living for, the one that I've been watching on repeat, the one that I want all of you to watch because it's so good is God Save This Queen from Bimini Bamboolash. Oh my God. Now, <laughs> this queen is on another level. I, I mean, 
At one point, she burns an iconic look that she wore on the show. Like, burns it. It is such a fuck you. It is everything. It is so good. It is that British punk mentality that you just can't help but love. And um, her drummer is hot. Uh, so check it out. God Save This Queen from Bimini Bamboo Lash. I am obsessed with it. And of course, I've been checking out some of my favorite websites on a regular basis. And um, for those of you who are not inclined to look at inappropriate things between two men or three, depending on what your taste is. Um, Bananaguide.com is it's just one of my favorite. It's not even an ad. It reads like an ad. It sounds like I'm giving you an ad, but it's not even an ad because I love it so much. I don't even need to be paid to advertise because I love your product. Every time I wonder, hmm, what's Helix Studios putting out right now? I can go to bananaguide.com and say, oh, look. Blake Dyson is getting fucked by Travis, Travis Stevens. What a delight. Um, that's not exactly my taste. My taste is more uh, Louis, uh, Leo Luis uh, Rails Corey Kane from Cocky Boys. Uh, so I'll go check that one out in my free time. Uh, so let's go ahead and move on. Uh, and I'm, I have a bumper. I have a bumper for the gay games. And then we'll talk a little World of Warcraft. <sighs> okay. <laughs> New bumper. Did you want anything else? Oh, yeah, I do. You want to ride the bull. Oh, get into it. Literally. Gay! Okay, I don't know how any of you feel about that. <laughs> it might need some tweaking, um, but I love it. So, darlings, um, I think this week we are going to talk about another of these grossly inappropriate games that I just love so much. And I use the term games, but they are really visual novels. Uh, and uh, most of them can be found over at itch.io. Um, these wonderful, inappropriate gay games. Uh, that Some of them, um, they all have various, they're very much a choose your own adventure. If you're looking, if you were really into those books as a kid and you're really into not safe for work cartoon art as an adult, um, these are really the things for you. Uh, this week, my favorite one is called Bound to college. Let me read you a little bit about this story. <laughs> you play as a young man in his second year of college. On our first day back from summer break, you are excited and nervous to meet your new dorm roommate. Find out why the, the headmaster needs to speak with you so urgently about your grades. More important, find out what you can do to improve your grades. Just how far will you go? to avoid failing your courses and being kicked out of school. Along the way, you'll meet Ned, a bashful, nerdy guy who might help you improve your scores. Will you be a study partner, friend, lover, or just another bully who uses him? I love this game. This game, <laughs> this game has so many different ways. Um, first of all, Ned's a freak. Okay, I'm like, this is this is definitely spoilers, darlings. That <laughs> is a pocket freak. Oh, in the best possible way. Um, it's 3D. It's a 3D uh, rendered. Um, it beautifully done. Um, you have a roommate and your roommate has a friend that needs to stay with you for a while. <laughs> now, realize this is a work in progress. Um, if you look at it in sections, you 
you get a big chunk of this story, but this story is constantly being worked on. Uh, you can uh, follow this uh, creator on their Discord. You can join their Patreon. Um, he, let me see what he's actually asking. He's asking $4, uh, which um, is enough for him to continue working on it. If you have the $4, check it out. Itch.io, uh, bound to college. <laughs> Not safe for work. Definitely. But um, absolutely a great story, a fun little way. Um, and you realize, am I into being tied up and having hot oil put on me? I think I am. Oh, am I a freak? What's sounding? Oh, God. <laughs> Moving on. She's probably playing WoW or something. <laughs> Job's done. Me not that kind of orc. Okay, darling. So I'm actually going to do something different today. Instead of giving you guys more story of the Burning Crusades, I'm actually going to go into the LGBT representation in the world of Warcraft since it's Pride Month. Now, I'm not going to be able to touch on everyone because there is a lot, but I'm going to touch on the ones that have the most um, story-wise for me, the most stories that I love. I'm going to touch on the ones that I kind of resonate with the most or that have a really good story that I'd love to tell you about. Let's start off with the very beginning, Edwin Van Cleef. Now, Edwin Van Cleef was the head of the Stonemasons, the Guild of Stonemasons that actually rebuilt Stormwind City after it was destroyed by the Horde during the First War. Now, because of a disagreement that he had with the House of Nobles, he was never paid for his services. In his anger, he started the criminal organization known as the Defiance Brotherhood. Side note... We go to kill him in World of Warcraft, and it is the only location in the World of Warcraft that you can see a functioning juggernaut. And a juggernaut is one of the ships from the second game, Warcraft 2. Um, it was a horde ship. Pretty much imagine a um, armored steam wheel, those like the ones with the wheels on the side steamboat, with cannons on every floor, massive battleship. It was crazy. <laughs> Only place you can see it in World of Warcraft. Total, total side note, sorry, moving on. So um, there were these unsent letters. Barros Alexton Al uh, talks about Edwin and calls him an idealist and romantic, hinting at a potential bisexual relationship, even though we all know that Edwin has a daughter. There was also talk that he was in love with his lieutenant, a male named Thorn. Now, not to say that all gay people know each other, he was also best friends with Matthias Shaw, who just recently in one of the novels was confirmed as a bisexual. Now, Matthias Shaw, which is, this is where, this is absolute major. <laughs> Matthias Shaw is the head of, M, uh, it's called SI7. He is the head spy master for the Alliance. He is a major tactician. He sends, he has the ability to, uh, he sends all rogues out to gather information for the Alliance. He is a major figurehead in the lore and a major figurehead in the Alliance. And he's an, he's a confirmed bisexual in one of the latest novels. And he is actually in a relationship with Flynn Fairwind, who you meet during the battle for Azeroth. He has a sexy voice kind of swashbuckling pirate. You can't help but fall in love with him. His actors, uh, his voice actor's name is Henry Lloyd Hughes, who is gorgeous. Go Google him. Uh, so uh, that's amazing that they're confirmed as a bisexual couple. They're both bisexual. They both love each other. They both also sleep with women. I think it's great. 
gender's not important. There's Marcus the Paladin, the human paladin, who um, is a series. There's a series of steamy romance novels you can find in game that you can these real books you can read, um, which tell the various conquests of Marcus the Paladin. Uh, one of them includes a male stable hand named Raven. And the only time you ever see him in game is when you go to the Thunder Totem during Legion and go into the TP and he wakes up after having a threesome with a male and female Tauren. Um, you don't see anything, they're all clothed, and the only line he says is, well, that was certainly unexpected. So good! So good! And the name of the steamy story that comes out as a result of it? Got milk? I think he got some milk and some heavy protein. Also in that same expansion, there are two real-life characters. That, there were characters added to the game that are based on real-life lesbian couple. Um, Rhonda Cox was the associate producer of Blizzard Entertainment for the World of Warcraft sound design, music, and voiceover team. They placed her into the game uh, under the NPC's name Rhonda and her girlfriend Heather, and both of them can be found on the... <laughs> both of them can be found on the Wandering Isles for the Temple of the Five Duns, which is the uh, Pandaren Monk uh, uh, Order Hall for Legion. Now, there are quite a few other ones, but I want to get to the ones that really touch me the most, and they are the ones that have... There are uh, three uh, more uh, ones to talk about. One of them is Pelagos. Now, Pelagos is a Kyrian aspirant. He is hoping to one day become a full Kyrian. Now, Kyrian are in Shadowlands, the afterlife for Azeroth and the planets around Azeroth. And the Kyrian's job, they are these angelic figures with blue skin. They go down to the planet, they pick up the souls of the dead, and they ferry them to the afterlife. Now, because they are trying to remain impartial, they have no memories of their past life. Um, those memories are slowly stripped of them, and they are these perfect beings that have no past memories and are able to be purely impartial and do their jobs of ferrying the dead. Now, Pelagos is a male Kyrian. Blue skin, kind of robe, all the things. As you do some quests with Pelagos, you start to talk to him, you start to ask him questions. And you ask him, do you remember your past life? And he says, no, not really, but I remember one thing. And when you press him on it, he says, I had a female form in life. I don't recall my former name or even my race, but I never felt like my physical form represented who I was inside. I never felt as clear to me then as it does now. I struggled with that identity for my entire life. When you continue to listen, he says, When I arrived in Bastion, I became an aspirant that looked like this. This, a male form. I felt comfortable, excited, like I was inside, matched what the others saw for the first time. And all those feelings in my life finally made sense. So this truly beautiful representation of trans in World of Warcraft, amazing character that I love. Yes, is he part of a creepy blue angel cult? Yes, but that's that's his choice, and I love him for it. God bless. There is a wonderful gay married couple um, in the game named Quadrin and Thamax. Now, Ther Theramax, um, now Theramax, was the former Night Warrior. Now, what a Night Warrior is, is that um, when a planet was attacked, when their planet was attacked 
by an old god. It was being slowly destroyed. He reached out to the moon goddess Elune and asked for her power to fight against his enemy. And he was granted it. He was made a physical representation of her vengeance in which he went on to slay the old god. Now his husband, Quadrin, saw that this was slowly consuming him, destroying him, that this power was too much for a mortal to hold. And he tried to take some of it, sharing this power, hoping that sharing it between the two of them would be enough to save his life, the life of his love. And it wasn't. And the two of them passed on, and they make their way to Ardenweald, where they are in their spirit forms, uh, one uh, a deer, one uh, a unicorn, and the two of them have stayed together, a beautiful married couple. And you go to them to beseech them for aid because just like he was, Taronda Whisperwind, the head of the Night Elf Society, has become the Night Warrior to save her people and it is slowly consuming her. So it's an active story that's continuing with two of the major players being this beautiful gay couple whose love story transcends life itself now let's talk about chromie now chromie or Crodormu, is a bronze dragon now bronze dragons are the keepers of time they make sure that the timeways stay um unmolested not messed with that time works as it is supposed to now chromie appears in her uh physical form her mortal form i use mortal in air quotes as a female gnome this tiny little squat figure and it's how humans interact with her and it's how she has interacted with them helping them when help is needed but here's the thing kodormu was born a male bronze dragon in the weeks leading up to his visage day, which is the day, um, it's a ceremony in which the dragons decide on their mortal guise, he was plagued with indecision. Now, he talked to his friends. His friends led him to speak with various other dragons, uh, some of them in the bronze dragon flight. He went to speak with Caligos of the blue dragon flight for guidance. He asked him why you chose the form of a half-elf, and he explains that, that he didn't want an elaborate form. He wanted to look like a normal mortal. Kostumer asked, well, but you have blue hair, in, in which <laughs> Caligos replies, it suits me. Now, as a spoiler for the upcoming folklore book that is coming out, um, there's a little page that shows Chromie, in which Chromie is having a conversation with Caligos. Um, and they're talking about why they chose their forms. And the question becomes, perhaps we learned a thing or two about each other. The blue dragon nodded. I believe I understand why you take the form of a gnome. But if I may ask, why did you choose to become a female as well? Chromie smiled. It suits me. And the two of them have a long and happy hug. So this is confirmation that Chromie is non-binary. Welcome to the community, darling. We love you. We've always loved you. And we just love you even more now that you are living your truth. So, <laughs> and it's confirmed. And it's part of the lore. So, darlings, that is it for me. Um, happy Pride Month, everyone. I hope everyone is having a wonderful time. I hope everyone is getting out there. As everything is starting to open, I am glad that people are having the opportunity to go out and live their lives. 
Um, I'm hearing all kinds of sexy stories about people going out and get their freak on. Girl, the dry spell is over, honey. The rains have come, okay? So go out and get yourself soaking wet because it's raining men. And all those men want some dick. Um, So go out and have fun. Enjoy yourself. Still be safe. uh, And I love you all. Happy Pride Month. Kisses, darlings. Bye. Okay, with the program, me has no one is so rich as to throw away a friend. You know how. Well, thank you so much, Chi Chi. You are exactly right, my friends and darlings. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Donna Sugar Show. You can download these episodes anywhere you can find podcasts online. And, darlings, I love to hear from you, so give me a call at 716 236 8599. Leave me a voicemail, me at donnasugars.com, or find me online at Twitter and Instagram at donnasugars and on Facebook at the Donna Sugar Show Facebook page. Or check me out on Tumblr at donnasugars.tumblr.com. Tumblr, that amazing place where physical beauty was enjoyed by all in all of its splendor. And thanks to Prudes, now all you can see are pet memes and funny text exchanges between moms and kids. And me, holding out that someday the dicks might return. That's tumblr.com. Kisses, darlings. Bye. And if you enjoyed this background music, check it out on Audio Library on YouTube. Just search Friendship by Declan DP. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at pride48.com.